0: All right, college basketball tonight, good games. Duke and Virginia uh, Virginia Tech, excuse me, 7 Eastern, and then Baylor at number two, Kansas. All the action tonight coming your way here on ESPN. Oh, are we jammed up this morning off the best weekend of football of the year? Live for hour number two, we're at the Seaport. We're brought to you by Gray Goose. You see the squad. Danny, RC, and, Ron, and Rex Ryan are, Who are here. are texting? Let's
1: you know me, Aaron I got Rogers? my contact Aaron. <laughs> yeah, you're right, buddy. Yeah. We, Jets, baby. We are <laughs> speaking it
0: into existence. Meanwhile, I didn't get what I wanted last night, and neither did the fans of the Dallas Cowboys that take it to the pictures. Dak was dancing
2: before it started. And then he was dancing in the pocket. Danny, what is this? Just not seeing the field well and then not listening to his feet hold. Hold, hold. When you're late to the perimeter, bad things happen. Early takeaway in his end zone or his area for that offense. Now, the defense rose up, though, held it to a field goal. Then they came down. Dallas didn't score the touchdown. This is a good drive. You get the ball fake to the left. You boot the quarterback to the right. It's an easy dump off to Schultz.
0: But then RC Planet Earth stopped and watched the extra point.
3: Everyone was anticipating this, <laughs> and oh, anticlimactic. It was blocked. Well, tell you what, he was going to miss it by a mile. Yeah, McAfee Damn. said it was a terrible looking kick. Meanwhile, tied at six. Dak,
0: here's where the game completely got away from Dallas. First, Tony Pollard goes down, oh, and he man. won't get back up. Leaves in an air cast with mm. a broken bone in there. Ah. His season would have been over even if their season wasn't over. And then on the very next play, Dan, what is
2: this? You call a certain play to attack a certain coverage. You don't get that coverage. Then, again, very late, you start at the right side, come all the way back to the left. If he doesn't catch it, someone's going for a very good zone defense. Niners
0: mm-hmm. kick a field goal. They're up 9-6 at halftime. Third quarter tied at nine. Here's the play of the game. R.C., How does George Kittle make this catch? Because George
3: Kittle is not scared to get obliterated. When you see a a receiver tipping the football (laughs) up in the air, you're expecting him to get split in half. George Kittle with great concentration, and when you award daddy, you are not afraid of the strap medal. It's a 30-yard gain now later in that drive
0: at the 20. This is a third down play. Purdy would go down, but there's a flag in the secondary. Was this a good call? It was a great call. Also, great acting job by George Kittle to make sure the officials the hold. So the drive stays alive, and then they would switch sides here. They go to the fourth quarter. But it's still the same drive, and Danny, they punch it in with McCaffrey.
2: Yeah, they got their zone run game going a lot in the second half. McCaffrey does a great job squaring his shoulders and getting downhill. It's the only touchdown San Francisco would score, but Dallas just couldn't get anything done. Here's a terrible
0: sequence. Under three minutes to go. There's a third down play. Dak goes down. It's 2.44 on the clock when he goes down. Look how much time is left. Pop when a timeout.
1: And and please, and and time out. Time out, time out. You got three of them.
0: Instead, they let 30 the seconds go off the clock, and they certainly could have used those uh, and, and, uh, and later on so they get the ball back now they have 33 seconds left
2: and an awful sequence dalton schultz moving backwards dan this is a great job by ward you could see it Good, pointing yeah. right away he understands the rules if he's not going forward like greg olsen said on the broadcast clock continues to run
0: so the clock and then Schultz on the nonchalant on the sideline doesn't get both feet down maybe it wouldn't have mattered anyway but at least they could have tried a Hail Mary from there instead they got to run this and Zeke Elliott is the center on maybe his final play as a cowboy <laughs> <laughs> what are we playing a flag football like come on guys obliterated just a terrible center looking bat. play yeah a horrible ending to the season but not eligible by for the, way. the
3: Cowboys let's hear from Dak. Just disappointed, as I said. I mean, guys that, that played their asses off defense, who gave us an opportunity to win this game, who, who played there, who played hard against a, a really, really good offense, a really good team, and um, for us to only put up the points that we did, that that's unacceptable. And it starts with me, and um, I, I've got to be better.
1: Our team is is one that uh, uh, could have handled uh, the situations on anything we had tonight. We came up short. Uh, we're sick. We're sick.
4: What did you think? Sick. Of
0: Look, there are a lot of reasons why the 49ers won that game last night, but the single biggest one, RC, is that in the biggest game of the year,
3: the Cowboys quarterback played terribly. The Cowboys quarterback played like he played most of the season and we can come in here and just put it on the San Francisco 49ers and say that they were great, or we can say that Kellen Moore didn't do what he was supposed to do, but that wasn't it. Dak Prescott is a guy that we've seen execute the quarterback position at an extremely high level, and he was flat-out bad yesterday. When you go back and watch the tape, you'll realize that Dak Prescott didn't do anything well. Mm. There isn't a moment in that game where you say to yourself, this right here is the Dak we needed to see all day, or if Dak could have made more of these plays we'd feel better about where Dak Prescott is going forward. There were no redeemable qualities. It wasn't one of those situations where you say, my quarterback was fooled, or my quarterback wasn't put in positions to win, and so my quarterback didn't play well, but I see the progression in where we can go. What you say here is, we once had a quarterback that was good at all of these other things, which made it okay that he wasn't good or wasn't great at others. Now he's no longer good at those things. So you have to look at Dak Prescott say if you aren't going to be a quarterback that's dependable how do you elevate us above that and yesterday we saw that the elevation above that is nil and that's why Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers are moving
0: on now, Danny left tape in a second but let me get a thought from Rex because how do you explain it It it's it, it's not easy to explain because this is a no. player who did not used to look like this and quarterbacks generally tend to go in this direction right. when they're as talented as he is
1: and instead this year it went like that. But, Granny, that's what blows me away. Uh, I'll disagree with Ryan on this. He did one thing extremely well. What? He handled that press conference unbelievable. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to tell you this. It's yeah. worth saying yes. And I'm saying, Too this stable. is a leader. I yep. want I want this guy to play quarterback for me. I'm going to say why. I want him on my team. All right? He never once sold out that dang receiver that stopped the, free, you know, that converts a route mm-hmm. in, in, like he's scrambling. He never once sold that dude out. Like Come back to the football and that out where the hell was he? He's going the opposite direction. Not one time did he sell him out. Yeah. Not one he, he, time. He doesn't do that He never, like that. Sold yeah. out. He never sells out the coaching. Yeah. How in the hell does, does, does Dak Prescott, all he does is sit in the pocket now? This used to be one of the best quarterbacks using his legs, mobility, Jalen Hurts, all those type of guys, Josh Allen. He, we, we don't see that anymore. Is that Dak Prescott's fault, too? I don't know. And and to me, uh, that's what, what I don't see. You talked about it, RC. We've seen this guy play at an extremely high yep, level. Yeah. Right? Number one thing, Daniel, you talk about protecting the football, right? Playing that position. So true. Yeah. So true. He used to do it about as well as any quarterback story, in the league. Very true. Yep. And now he's not doing it. So but, he's been reckless and all that. That's why I'm like, look, I, I'm a huge Dak Prescott supporter. Mm-hmm. You guys know that. But – I mean, yeah, did he play terrible? Absolutely did. But I want to dig in deeper to say, why? Why is this happening?
2: I think the the vantage point is part of the problem, though, because we want Dak Prescott and analysts and their fans, they want Dak Prescott, the player, to match Dak Prescott, the person. Because the leadership and all that stuff, it's as good as you could hope. But the player is not the same as the person. Jerry Jones says, I'm sick because when Jerry paid Dak, he expected excellent. He didn't even get good. Mm. And that hurts And that hurts. Mm. And, And the question of why Dak has played this way, I've talked about it all year. He hasn't seen the field well. And then yesterday was another example of... Having no rhythm, not listening to his feet. And when I talk about that, your feet so often as a pocket passer Mm -hmm. tell you when and where to throw the football. And on both of those interceptions yesterday, you could see a quarterback that's not listening to his feet when it comes to the hitches. And what I mean by that is how many times your feet hop off the ground. Now watch his feet here. That's one. That's two. That's three. Now, he's throwing to a primary receiver. When you get to your third hitch, it's Absolutely get the ball not. out of your hand to a check down to a tailback right there. But you can't throw a comeback to the sideline on your third hitch. That's on the quarterback. you got to listen to your feet. Now, one, two, three, four. He's on his fourth hitch. You got a zone defense. You got seven sets of eyes watching you. They feel that timing as well. That's how Ward breaks on it, and then that ball gets popped up to Fred Warner. That's the that that interception that we saw, the first one, that's the same one he throws to Stefan Gilmore, right. to yeah. Michael Gallup against the Colts. Here's and when why, you're a quarterback though, and you're sitting there hitch, 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 it's really one of two things. It's get to a check down because nothing's there or you got to take off with your feet and Dak is so consistently hitch 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 and not listen to his feet to where the ball should go
1: yeah and i'm going to tell you another reason why they're they're, they're typed. in other words what do you mean by that? they're sticks the one was third and nine. You can check it down all you want on third and nine. We're gonna go make the tackle on it. Yeah. But that's the Come right up. decision, you know what yeah, I'm saying? No, it's the only decision. Right. Why? Because the corner the is get running that. the route. Yeah. He's running the route. That means you're typed. In other words, I know you're throwing you're throwing sticks. That one over the ball, the reason he's taking all those hitches, because they're sitting on the on the routes. Mm-hmm. People are playing your routes. That's why I don't see the creativity out of this team. They gotta well, do a hard look at themselves and say, how can we the fix other, it? The other problem is this though, like you can
3: explain away doing too much. Right? Like sometimes we look at Josh Allen or when Patrick Mahomes is struggling a little bit, we say to ourselves, okay, you're doing too much. We're watching Dak Prescott throw very simple. Interceptions. Yeah. Right, Dak Prescott's on, on routes that he should quickly come off of the routes and go somewhere else, so on routes where he knows and everybody knows. I've never played quarterback. I know if I'm throwing a comeback, when I hit that fifth step, Bam. I got to have it out of my hand because I play in the NFL, right. and those windows don't stay open. Right. I think that's the thing to me that's the most alarming, Throwing, trying to throw the short corner into a cover two against the Houston Texans. So it's all of these things that dealt with the anticipatory skills of Dak Prescott which he had when he came into
0: the league. He no longer has. Dan, I want you to answer Rex's question because I'm fascinated by it as well. The things he was good at are suddenly the things he's not doing well. And they're not physical. They're not things you. it would right. seem you can lose. You know, lose a, 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 yeah. your speed or your fastball or whatever it is. These are things you'd think you'd get better at seeing the field, reading the defense, making decisions. Yeah. Why has he regressed in that area?
2: I'd say, number one, there's too, a, there's too much of a, I'm getting this ball to CeeDee Lamb. Like, I'm only throwing this ball to CeeDee Lamb. He locks in on him. <coughs> so you, you see nothing while trying to see everything. If that makes Sense. Like, you don't see basic stuff that RC's talking about because you're like, and I'm going to break down a play to, that he takes a shot to C.D. Lamb. T.Y. Hilton's wide, wide open. I think the second thing is. Like, you feel the conversation. You feel the Cowboys can't get to the NFC Championship game, and the, is Dak Prescott going to be worth the money? You feel like, all right, I'm going to show all you. It's in many ways what Joe Burrow does without trying to do it, you know? Now, that second interception, Greedy, here's the thing that you sit there and you get so disappointed about because the second interception, you're calling for quarters defense, right? You're trying to clear out the middle of the field. He doesn't throw the ball up top because he realizes they didn't play quarters coverage. To realize I can't make the throw because it's not quarter's coverage and then come back and make that throw, that's a basic bull crap play. It is basic bull. And that's what someone – and, I, like, I love Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore's my dear friend. I think they need someone in that building to get into him and be like, yo, you can't play this way. Because your point – and I don't mean to cut yeah, you bro, off, no, but, yeah, brother. To your you point off. is
3: you're not great enough. You're not great enough to make and, those and, mistakes. And, 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 and that's where we are with Dak right now, right? Like you said, when Jerry gave him the money, he expected excellent play. He expected an elevation. But there's a cap on Dak's talent, right? You mentioned Dak running all the time. Dak was never Jalen Hurts. Dak's a, yep. a high 4'8 guy that broke his leg very badly, yeah. right? You're going to lose a little bit of your legs, and you're going to lose a little bit of that ability. And when you watch him run, it's gone. Like, Dak is a pocket passer. And on the other side of that when you go in the fourth round, you go for a reason. Like Josh yes. Allen, even though he didn't have the experience or we didn't think he had the opportunity to gain to, to play against the competition, you picked him because you saw all of this stupid stuff he could do and not coach it. Yeah. When you go in the fourth round, you don't have that. Yeah. So when you don't have that, you can't fluff off the rest of it.
1: Well Look, said. Dak Prescott was a bull in the red zone. Jalen Hurts, the reason I compare him to Jalen Hurts, because he was a man child in the red zone. He would run your tail over in the red zone and it's it disappears third and two why didn't he just take off with? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he he was a, like he's running a 4-8 but he's running your ass over at a 4 8 two.
0: one of like, the that's things how that he is, used to play if, if you wonder how much difference the coaching can make for a young quarterback anyone who watched the New York Giants play this year with Brian Dayball yeah. knows it can make a difference will the Cowboys contemplate that uh, next season with Dak Prescott, we have to talk about it. We Don't you much, start this, Greeny? We have much more on that. I, I'm talking about Sean Payton. I mean, I, and I think that is a legitimate conversation to be had. Do you know, no one is happier this morning, no one, than Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he is on his way in here. He'll be live with us in 15 minutes. Oh my you're goodness, you're going to want to hear from our buddy Stephen A. Meanwhile, that wasn't a win. It was a Cincinnati statement. And wait till you hear the one we're willing to make about their quarterback next. eligible items only exclusions apply delicious meat nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there each one ounce serving has six grams of protein giving you over 10 percent of your daily value wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go and you're on the go a lot you for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals that's dell.com slash deals
4: one of the nfl's best teams
0: will stay alive on the road to the super bowl Burrow in the shotgun with Chase,
2: takes the snap, leaves the pocket, wide open over the middle is Jamar Chase, touchdown! Bengals threatening again, Burrow, back corner of the end zone, wide open Hayden Hurst! It's been a flawless performance by the Cincinnati Bengals today.
0: The Cincinnati Bengals are headed for the AFC Championship game. That wasn't a win by the Bengals yesterday. That was a statement by Cincinnati. And then afterwards, the perfect punctuation. Let's play it again because it's just so awesome. (laughs) With Tracy Wolfson of CBS on the field after the game. Here's Joe Burrow.
2: Yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game. Not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds.
0: I think we underestimated, or we didn't make a big deal enough last week of just how upset the people in Cincinnati, the organization, et cetera, the players were about the way they felt the league handled the whole situation, the fact that that game was scheduled, that tickets were sold, 50,000 tickets already sold in Atlanta for a game
3: that only got played if the Bengals lost. Yeah, but but I I think the other piece of it is this. It wasn't going to change dude, though. I agree. Like, that's that's who he is. You know, when you watch in pregame, he's throwing the football, spinning around in the snow, like oh, that's ben. who show that's ben. who Joe Burrow is. Like he he in no way thinks that any moment <laughs> is too big nice. for us. And when when you can go into the when you can go into the opponent stadium and understand you're standing across the field from Josh Allen, who is an absolute alien, and know to yourself, I'm the best quarterback on this field, and I have the best football team. That's who Uh. Joe Burrow is. And it doesn't matter if this game is played at Cincinnati, if this game is played at a neutral site, or if this game is played in Buffalo. He does not lose big football games, whether it was the 2019 at LSU or it's been the last two years in the playoffs. There is no quarterback that has shown up for his team in every single moment like Joe Burrow has. Mm. You said it. What's the first thing you said to me this morning about Joe Burrow?
2: Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in football. Quarterback. Now, Chiefs fans, Patrick's the best player. Patrick is the most talented quarterback that has ever stepped foot on the NFL field. But when it comes to quarterbacking and understanding defenses and understanding play calls and how to attack defenses and the timing and getting the ball, Joe's the best. He's the best going right now when it comes to all the things that we can write down about what it takes to play quarterback at a high level. He does it all exceptionally well. And he's the guy that really is the model for what quarterbacks – should yep. be in the future because there's the athleticism. Patrick's an outlier. Stop chasing Patrick Mahomes if you're NFL team. Chasing Yanko ghosts fi- Yanko, yeah. find them. Yep. Lamar's an outlier. Jalen Hurts is an outlier, those guys, because they do things that you can't figure out how. Joe does all the things that you sit there and go, oh, I know how he does that stuff, but he's the only one who does it. Yeah. He's the only one who does all that stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, we talked about it earlier. This is a franchise changer. Yeah. The minute he came into the Cincinnati Bengals, he changed the entire franchise. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what? Nobody wanted to go to Cincinnati. Oh, you know, they get terrible facilities. They got all this. Now they got facilities. wonder why. Because now they got <laughs> a stud. Everybody wants to go to Cincinnati. They want to go to Cincinnati now. Players-wise. And, and so to me, look, Greedy, we'll remember this guy. He's got the charisma name it. Absolutely. Yeah. He really does. Yeah. And when I look at, and, and by the way, God, I hate to say it, but he reminds me so much of that cat that used to play in in New England, the young Tom Brady. That's what he looks like. So, to me, like, golly, I don't know if he'll win six six Super Bowls, but I know he's going to win a bunch.
3: The other other part part is this, though. He never gets tired of doing the right thing, right? Like, if if i got to throw it behind the line to Jamar Chase, that's fine. We might get eight. We'll get two on the next snap. Joe Burrow has figured out that, you know what, Doing the doing the right thing consistently and over time can make me great. Yeah, and that's what we're seeing from Joe Burrow. When when you're a guy that had to transfer because someone more talented than you got the job at Ohio State, or when you go into college and you've worked to play, you learn to do all the little things that allow you to get on the field. And as you mature, you can possibly turn into. You know who he is? He's Derek Jeter. Yeah.
2: Derek Jeter, he's not going to wow you physically. Everything's done the right way. And then in the biggest moments, you want someone else to have the football other than him. Be and in that moment. If
0: if you might consider it, it might be the guy that he goes up against this week. Yes. And you will hear over and over and over again that the Bengals and Burrow have beaten Mahomes three consecutive right. times, two of them on the road. But the reality is this game is skewed significantly Man. by the injury, right? Like, yeah. I'm not a doctor. Right. You guys are football players. You know better than anybody. The high ankle sprain, there's no way he's 100% Sunday, right?
2: No. Unlikely, no. But the reality is this. Patrick still does stuff. That you just can't comprehend Mm. and you can't defend no matter how perfect you are. You had to kind of... Box in, what do you want to do against Patrick Mahomes? You would sit there and say, well, we want to play tight man coverage. We want to be physical against guys. Jacksonville does that. Cincinnati's going to try to do that. The second thing is, we want to spy Patrick Mahomes with two people. Great, Jacksonville does this. Third thing, we want to move him to his left, not to his right. You did all three of that. Still get a completion. You know what I'm saying? And I remember saying this about Patrick early on. You could do, you could have the perfect play call. And you could execute it perfectly and it won't matter. Can he be that? Guy this weekend with the injury. That's the question. We just have a few seconds here.
3: Can he do that? He can can absolutely do that. There's been so many times, though, that even as great as he is, that there's no pressure on Patrick Mahomes. There's pressure on Patrick Mahomes. What Dan said is right. He's the best player in football. And there's never a time where he steps on the field and we question, can he be the best quarterback that day? We are going to question that the entire week. How much he, a factor is the ankle, though, Rex? Well, the it's ankle.
1: a huge factor. And I'm going to tell you something. He's also facing the best defensive coordinator in the National Football League, yeah. and Lou Anarumo. To me, he's had a plan. and And you know what? Yeah, he's been beat three times in a row by Cincinnati, right? And, uh, by the way, he was healthy then. So, don't yeah. kid yourself right now. I don't see it happening. This is a
0: fascinating matchup. Both games next week should be unbelievable. All right, we break briefly. Uh, what can I say? Fasten your seatbelts. Stephen A. is on the way. Oh, man. I cannot wait to hear our Sid, friend. Fasten your seatbelts. Buckle in. Look at him. He's ready to
2: go. Next.
0: Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags and more, or gift lists like the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro model beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com/giftfinder today. That's Macy's.com/giftfinder.
3: It starts with me. I've got to be better. No excuses for that. Prescott back, deep out to the left. It's intercepted at the 30-yard line. Dallas has turned it over twice today for six points. That's unacceptable. Guys put me in a position to to go win the game, and I I wasn't able to do that. they got to go 94 yards. This game is over, and so is the Cowboys' season.
0: Back on Get Up, Stephen A. Smith will be here live in just a moment with his reaction. But first, Dan, we have talked all morning long about Dak Prescott and his struggles last night. Show us
2: what happened. One play encapsulates everything. What could have been? I want everyone to watch and pay attention. People talked about this play. Fred Warner down the field in coverage. It's great coverage on the shot to CeeDee Lamb. But one moment stands out. This one. That's T.Y. Hilton, okay? Having communication with Dak Prescott after the play. I want to bring it back to the beginning. I want to start with the protection, okay? San Francisco is notorious for walking up their linebackers. Dallas only has five guys in protection. They're notorious for walking up linebackers saying, hey, here comes a pressure. No, it doesn't. And making you think it's coming from that side. That guy's the actual blitzer. Whenever you have a body language guy like this, like, don't look at me, don't look at me, don't look at me, that's the blitz. Pressure. Now, Dallas seems to be on prepared because what they're going to do is they're going to take their center left guard and left tackle, they're going to push him to the left, and then this free guy is going to be the rusher. What Dallas should have done with their protection was be ready for the moment, take the left guard all the way over, push, and then they take one of these two hot guys knowing you don't actually are pressure pressure from that area and tell T.Y. Hilton to be the hot. Now, I want everybody at home to really pay attention. You do not need to be a football savant. I want you guys to be a part of this touch screen. If you don't know football and you just look at this picture, do you see a ton of green grass somewhere? (laughs) You don't need to know football to look at all that space. Check number one. Now the second question would be, do we have somebody on our offense that might be running towards that wide open green space? They actually do. T.Y. Hilton, who was talking to Dak Prescott, has a seam right here, okay? Ball's going to get snapped. What you're going to see is, Fred Warner turned his back. He's already turned his back to that green space that I just pointed out, right? There goes CeeDee Lamb on the scene. Now you tell me, is there a wide open touchdown to get thrown right there to T.Y. Hilton? That is a wide open touchdown that would walk in. That's why he's having that communication with Dak Prescott. The reality is this. I've talked about it all year with Dak. That play embodies everything. How did we not see that? Why did you not throw that football? And what made you force it to CeeDee Lamb? That's a touchdown, and we're having a very different conversation today if he throws it to T.Y. Hilton.
0: That's extraordinarily well done. And, and there were just moments, again, it is all of the things that we have always lauded about Dak Prescott that seem to be the things that he is struggling with right now as we come back over here. And Stephen A. will be here in a matter of moments with his reaction to all of that. And again, R.C., I'm struggling to understand it. I'm struggling. It's one thing when a player starts to lose his physical skills as he gets yeah. older. A, Dak is not getting older or particular, or anywhere near being old. Yeah. But B, it's another thing when the things that you generally think a player will get better and better at as he goes along, those are the things that seem to be uh, and, destroying.
3: And that's what's most puzzling about Dak Prescott is the things that We've watched him do well. These aren't things that we're guessing Dak Prescott can be good at. We've seen him run this team, put this team into playoff positions because he does anticipate well, because he does execute at a high level and understanding how defense changes after the snap. We aren't seeing those things from Dak Prescott. We also aren't seeing Dak Prescott figure out either I have to go above the X's and O's and make a play using my legs outside of the pocket to extend or saying I can give up on a play. When you watch a quarterback take a sack, sometimes he's taking that sack in order to protect the football. When he's running out of bounds or throwing the football out of bounds, it's about protecting the football. Now it seems that Dak is putting the football more so in harm's way than thinking to himself, nothing's there, live to play another day. And look, I'm not sitting here saying that Mike McCarthy has done
0: a bad job coaching this team. They've won 24 games over the course of the last two seasons, and I don't put last night's loss on him. But the reality is, if you're the ownership of the Dallas Cowboys, and we all know who that is, and you believe. Uh Oh, Oh, stand by. Hold on. There he is. Oh, my God. All goodness. right, Stephen A., take a seat. Um, <laughs> so, man. so, I had an argument. Man, Steve- sit down, man. <laughs> <laughs> sit down. Oh, Stephen you A. You're the heaviest <laughs> human
3: in the world right now. Stephen
0: A. had a fight on Friday night, the two of us, when I was telling him, Stephen A., you want the Cowboys to keep winning. You want them to stay in it. And he said to me, no, Greeny, I want them out on
4: Sunday. You got your wish. <sighs> First of all, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's, yeah. I tried to tell everybody. I tried to tell America. You see, the reason why I'm here this morning greeting on Get Up is because yeah. my brother, yeah. my Libra brother right there, my man Ryan Clark, foolishly went on national television on first take and said that he was going to hide. He wasn't going to show up on first. Uh, I was only supposed to do get up. He said, yeah, he's only supposed to do get up. He didn't realize that at that moment in time, I said, he actually thinks he's going to escape me. <laughs> he actually thinks he's going to escape me. I'm going to be right here sitting right across from him. Now, the football analysis has been brilliant, and I appreciate the lessons that you two provide, the three of you provide. It's just beautiful and it's such, and it just elevates my level of knowledge. Thank you very, very much. But it doesn't change the reality. I told everybody, just wait. Just be patient. Just be patient, don't panic. I don't care how they look right now. I don't care how big time their defense is. I don't care how big time their running game is. I don't care that CD Lamb has emerged into a number one receiver. Just be patient, relax, because when the bright lights hit them, something will go wrong. I was wrong. In the Dallas case, a multitude of things went wrong. Okay? Let me first say your defense, nothing to say. They were spot, they played like a championship yeah. defense. They showed up yesterday, yeah. they really, really did. Let me get to the office. First of all, the field goal kick, you, you was right. I heard you earlier. He tried to kick that to Draymond Green. <laughs> he, he luckily got blocked because that was going wild. I was right. He was done. They actually did him a favor by Great blocking that. So we got that <laughs> out the way. We got that out the way, right? Then we sit up there. Polly gets hurt. What happens? No adjustments by Kellen Moore whatsoever. None whatsoever. Dak Prescott was awful. Just Awful, okay? I ain't letting Kellen Moore off the hook either because you got to make some adjustments. You got to find a way. Short, you catch the pass. You don't know the rules. Mm. You don't know what the moment is. You're supposed to have forward progress. You understand what I'm saying? You got to keep that clock moving. Oh, no, 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 no. This is what this man does. And then you look at all of those things. And then you're supposed to punt the ball. And you waste about 35 oh, seconds. I mean, you just can't make that. This is out last year, not being able to get off of a snap in the last 13, 14 seconds. Now, mind you, a week later, we saw Patrick Mahomes drive them down the field goal range in
3: to Kansas City seconds. in 13
4: seconds. I mean, you can't make it up. You can't make it up. Now, my lieber brother, Jerry Jones, he said he was sick. I don't wish sickness upon my brother, Jerry mm-hmm. Jones. I mm-hmm. really, really don't. I'm very, very sad for him. But I did warn him. <laughs> and I warned all of y'all, and here we are, just like I told y'all we would be.
3: But since <sighs> you have waited into the Super Bowl, like, it's better for you to just get an opportunity to, to continue to talk about the Dallas Cowboys all the way into the Super Bowl in the look, brightest de- light. That depends on
4: how you look at it. You have a valid point. I do get that because it would be good for first take and all of that other stuff. But I have a life outside of first take. And running in the cowboy fans everywhere. Listen, it's even in my book where I say. Three things would survive if a nuclear bomb dropped. Rats, roaches, and a cowboy's fan. <laughs> They're everywhere. They're everywhere. I don't know why, but it's true. Yeah. And so to see them today, and I got names. Yeah. I got a uh, uh, Denzel Washington. Can't oh, yeah. find him. Can't mm-hmm. find him. Jamie Foxx. Call me for everything else. Call me for everything else. Can't find Jamie Foxx. Hide it. Hide it. I mean everything. Charlemagne the God. He might not do the breakfast club tomorrow. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on right now. They're all suffering. And and this makes me feel so special, uh-huh. so special. Stephen A. Really Straight shooter in stores
0: and everywhere you get books right now, doing unbelievably well. Okay, here's the other thing, and I can vouch for this because we do the NBA Finals together. We're walking through NBA arenas during the finals, and how the fans are yelling Cowboys stuff yes. at him in, 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 in San Francisco while they're playing in the NBA Finals. If, if Jerry Jones were to call you, because we all know yes. how, how yes. You, you guys, he, you guys call. are friends,
4: he'll call me eventually.
0: He'll and call. he said, "Should I make a significant?" Oh, you so silly, bro. Significant change. Sicko. Like
4: the coach. Yeah. What would you tell him? I'd say yes. I don't think that – I think he's telling the truth when he says Mike McCarthy will survive. I did not believe that Mike McCarthy would remain the head coach if they lost that game to Tampa on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Okay. I declared that he would be fired, and I meant it, okay? But after he won that game, in the fashion that okay. he won that game, to go there yesterday – I think if you're Jerry Jones today, you're looking more at Kellen Moore than you are looking – at Mike McCarthy, hmm. and you're looking at that defense, but here's, here's where it gets tricky. The Sean Payton angle, we're not going to go there because we know he'll want control, and you ain't getting that playing coaching under Jerry Jones. Quinn, with the job that he did with that defense yeah. yesterday, you know he wants to be a head coach again. You know he's in line to be a head coach. You got him with D'Amico Ryans. I mean, if you're talking about these guys being in a position to become a head coach, how do you talk about D'Amico and you not talk about Quinn with the yeah, job that Quinn correct. did yesterday? Yeah, Eventually, fair. you're going to find – even though in this day and age, y'all have taught me, it's really about offensive coordinators that get some of these jobs. The reality is is that, again, if you're elite, an elite defensive coach and you give yourself a chance and you're talking about this brother D'Amico over here that gets an opportunity, how do you ignore Quinn? With he's the job started. that Quinn has yeah, he's he's done. He's the I mean, head hey, coach the is about leadership. Yes, that's right. It ain't about being a coordinator, yeah, offense,
1: defense, or whatever. Right. It, it's about the big picture and leadership. Yes. And that, that's what that uh, position's yeah. about.
0: For what it's worth, when there were eight teams left, seven of the eight of the coaches came from the offensive side of the ball for whatever yeah, right. it's worth. Sean McDermott was the only one left. So, now what happens? Who's the Super Bowl going to be? You Obviously, Stephen A's got well, two I'm hours right, well,
4: go. well, listen, I'm going to roll with Philly. I'm going to roll with Philly right now because of the way Jalen Hurts. Mm -hmm. You see, here's the reality, and this is what Dak is going to have to live with, and this is what Dallas Cowboy fans, in fairness, should force him to live with. You got outplayed by a rookie third-string quarterback Mm. who was the last pick in the draft. That's the bottom line. Again, I was listening to y'all earlier before I drove in. Ryan made a very big-time point. You are going up against that dude. Pollock goes down. You got to know it's your moment and it's your yeah. time. And you can't – and the reason why Jerry, – Jerry Jones ain't sick because Jerry Jones lost. Jerry Jones is sick because he knew they should have won. Right. There's right. a difference. Yeah. And they lost you, because of the quarterback. Right. And they lost because of a quarterback. Yeah. And by the way, a quarterback, in fairness to Jerry Jones, this is a quarterback he hesitated to pay. And prior to that, hesitated to give the mantle to when it was clear that Tony Romo, because of concussions and injuries, just needed to retire and be in the booth doing the exceptional job that he did. Jer- Jerry Jones was hesitant to give Dak that mantle, and la- and yesterday we saw why. Playmaker show up today. So you ready to go? He, he he showed up. He's 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 very very shaken.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, did he, did um, you call him last um, night? Um, um, no. You no, I just put the video out. He's very shaken, but let me tell you something. Yeah. It ain't nothing compared to what he's got coming at 10 o'clock. In exactly 18 minutes, Stephen a got to go do his open. Not today. He's your friend. Michael Irvin. I love him dearly, but not from 10 to 10. Awesome. All right, we will see you shortly. First take coming up in 18 (laughs) minutes.
0: He's got to go tape it and get ready to go. We have more to do here. But do not miss first take. Michael Irvin, Stephen A, and company. Meanwhile, as we continue, RC is fired up about the bizarre play that ended the game. He will explain that and other tweets as we continue next. And then here we go. Rex has been hot all year long. Up against Sneaky Hambo, which NFL franchise has the most losses in the opening two rounds of the playoffs? Oh, could it be the Cowboys? We'll find out next.
2: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens?
3: We are
0: back on Get Up, and I'm lodging a complaint. This is a ridiculous question. <laughs> yeah, Why would anyone you. know it? Which NFL thank franchise you. has the most losses in the opening two rounds of the playoffs? Obviously, it stems from the fact that the Cowboys haven't been to the championship game in forever.
1: Take a yeah, guess. And so this, this is absolutely a shot in the dark here. Automatically, you're right, Greeny, because first thing you think of is Dallas. He wants you to say Dallas. I take it. The sneaky part, that, that eliminates right. Dallas. Right, but so I gotta think of who the hell goes to the playoffs all the time. Well, right? So Pittsburgh goes all the time, you know, Miami Dolphins go all the time. Cincinnati, I, they've been beat. Marvin Lewis got beat a hundred times. But I think there's one other team that's standing out to me. I'm gonna say the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, get out of here. Shut the, the hell that's yeah,
2: right. That's that's right. That's that's right. That's <laughs> what the hell are <laughs> talking <laughs> about? You don't know. God,
1: And oh, you know what that reason is, Himbo? Him you know what that reason is? I'm gonna show you that reason. Yeah. Right get now, I'm gonna show you that get reason. Him. Where get is it? Right here. Right here, right okay. here. Right here. Okay. You own him right! I don't know. What is what am I looking for? Maybe because I own you! <laughs> I own you my friend! Okay. That's the reason! That is. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You admit, that might be the best one. That's of the year. here. You, that's the best one of the that's year. That's
2: incredible.
0: Keep it. I want you to sign yes. that for me. I'm framing it.
2: Okay, <laughs> Look, let's, segue,
0: let's segue. Let's directly <laughs> to the tweets from that. Ryan Clark is the most entertaining Twitter follow. Rex, you're good. Go sign that. We got uh, Rex's. Uh, I mean RC's Holy. tweets. Here we go. First one. Here's your guy Burrow. RC tweeted. If I ain't got no worries, had a warm-up routine, y'all thought dude was gonna lose. He's as calm as Jon Snow at the Battle of the Bastards not tripping at all. R.C. <laughs> explain that to Hey, you. man. There was a great philosopher,
3: Dwayne Carter from New Orleans. He said, look me in my face. <laughs> I ain't got no worries. And Joe Burrow walks into Buffalo and he knows he's the best quarterback on the field. He knows that his team is the best team. And I remember in the Battle of the Bastards, Jon Snow, he's out there by himself and the horse are coming, and the men are coming, and he takes off the belt, and he grabs the sword, and he was like, yeah! And that's exactly what Joe Burrow thought. He knew that his sword was bigger than everybody else's sword. And if you got the big sword, you win, Greeny,
0: and that's what he did. All right, that is well said in every way about Joe Burrow. Next game. Uh, RC tweeted, Andy Reid and Doug Peterson can flat out coach ball. I don't care what kind. Little League intramural flag over 30 don't dang matter. If you even want to have a solid conversation with a quarterback, call these dudes. Greatness in all shapes, sizes, and mustache shapes. These dudes get it, RC.
3: I mean, listen, when you're watching that game and you're watching Jacksonville and seeing who Trevor Lawrence has become, you understand why Doug Peterson was the exact man for the job. And he's part of the Andy Reid coaching tree. But Chad Henney comes on the field and they get the football on the two-yard line. They go on a 98-yard drive. They're using run plays. Chad Henney is sharp. And then you go on the other side of the football and here comes Jacksonville. Great play calls. Continuing to fight. Continuing to be professional. Continuing to compete. When you watch these two dudes coach football, this is what coaching looks like. This is what changing organizations look like. Kudos to both of these men for what they have done with their teams not only throughout their careers, but this And Trevor Lawrence and Patrick Mahomes among yep. the biggest
0: beneficiaries of that. All right, last one. Man, the Cowboys ran that stupid formation and <laughs> dang near got Zeke murderized. Why do they just do dumb things
3: at the end of football games all the time, R.C.? Listen, something I did in college was I coached intramural football. Why? Because I have a brain like Rex Ryan for defense. Oh. And we never did nothing dumb like this. You put Zeke at the center. I know why. You think you're going to get in, and he's going to get in, and you're going to do a little pitchy-pitchy woo-woo. Well, guess what? You can't catch the pitch off your back. I get it. Zeke's a great protector from the backfield. That ain't the backfield. He must thought he's playing flag. You know how they block in flag? They put their hands behind their back and they shuffle in front of the people like this. Zeke shoulda shuffled, but if Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy, who are these great late game managers, figured out, you know what the last two plays of the season were yeah, you, yeah, for the terrible. Dallas Cowboys? Yeah. One, they tried to snap it and down it but they ain't had no more time. That's right. right. And then the second one was, we're going to go pitchy-pitchy-woo-woo <laughs> with the Zika, your Elliott at center. Yeah. We drafted you fourth right. to run the ball. <laughs> but you know how we're going to end the season? Yeah. you going to snap it. And block. That's freaking genius. Uh, that, that was probably—that
0: That is genius. Probably his last play as a Cowboy. Let's bring the guys in here. It was just awful. I mean, that last play was just awful, right? You're watching it, and you're like, oh, maybe you, they have something creative going on here. And then it was just hideous. But for all of the hideousness of the Cowboys' loss, and there were a lot of different ways in which it was hideous, I, I, the reality I asked about his contract this morning, I have the details. He will be the quarterback of the Cowboys next year. But do you think the clock is running? We talk about the coaching. We talk about to. all these things. Is next year about whether or not Dak is the long-term quarterback in Big D? It
2: has to be because Jalen Hurts is coming, and the Philadelphia Eagles are coming. And you, it, it, uh, it's, No, 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 no. They're, there. they're here. They're there. Okay, they're there. here. They're there. Yep, that's they've fair. Come. They're there. And the team yep. that they've lost to in the back-to-back years of the playoffs are there. San Francisco and Philly are not going anywhere. Nope. So Jerry Jones is going to ask, have to ask himself, and in many ways the way Howard Roseman did with – Doug Peterson, who's a phenomenal coach, and Carson Wentz. Are we good enough to really get past those two teams? Because if not, that's when you got to be a decision maker and say, while you're good,
3: I need great. And while you're good, I need great. Do you change the quarterback, the coach, or both? You change, you change the coach if you're if you're if you're uh, Jerry Jones, but you only change the coach if you can get the guy that you want to get, in that show. and that's Sean Payton because Mike McCarthy did a really good job coaching this team. Will Sean Payton yeah, do
1: it. We talk about wanting control and all the rest of that. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you do yes. it? I mean, twenty million dollars, you're going to take. But it. he's going to get you twenty million from anyone, right? Anywhere. But right. you're in Dallas. He 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 likes Jerry Jones, right? He he loves that area. So to me, well, why other, not? And the other piece is, is this. If Jerry Jones brings Sean
3: Payton in, he's acknowledging his actual mortality. He's saying to himself, I don't have enough time. So those conversations are different. He's not going to want a do-boy or a yes-man. He's going to want a championship man. And he, and he that Sean Dan Payton Quinn as your coordinator. Yeah. And I maybe. think the
2: last thing is this. The, the Cowboys organizationally need to look at Dak Prescott the way the Vikings have Kirk Cousins, the Giants will Daniel Jones, or maybe a player like... Um, Gino Smith. You have to surround them with better talent yeah. because they're good to get them to play great. Alright, I got a break real quick here. We'll come back. Dan's got a joke and then first take's ready to
0: take over. What's Michael Irvin going to say? You saw Stephen A. He's lying in wait. It's coming up top of the hour on ESPN. All right, everyone has a week to change their mind, but we did ask everyone who, now that there are four teams left, who do you like in the Super Bowl? And you see the picks up there? Uh, All of us, but Danny, like the Bengals next week, and we see a bunch of Eagles. I'm the only one on the 49ers, so we will see. All right,
2: only one way to finish. Because I can't wrap my brain around Patrick losing to the same person four times in a row, but if there's a guy to do it, it's Joe. All right, so we almost had a very childish moment, previous segment, so I have a childish joke. All right, um... Did you know that poop jokes aren't my favorite kind of joke? No. What are your favorite They're kind of jokes? They're solid number two. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like that, that one. Second one.
3: <laughs> I like that one. Did you hear Don't the ruin it. Uh, did you
2: hear the rumor about butter? What? I'm not going to spread it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we went two more two. <laughs> two more two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>